Here we go. So um, welcome to Monday Night Open Office, guys. So I know um, it's been quiet for the last few weeks. So Andy, thanks for coming along tonight. Rob, thank you as always. Henry, you have to be here. You haven't got a choice. <laughs> Just put you on mute there. Uh, yeah, cool. So first of all, a couple of announcements, guys. Um, so you'll probably see on Instagram, I have added um, all of you that I've found on Instagram to close friends. Um, the reason I've done this is to give you more access into what I'm doing. So hopefully some of it inspires you um, to show that I'm like normal as well. And I don't act like a robot, like most PTs out there. Um, I'm going to start posting things about my lifts. So I'm going to start filming my lifts and my training, but put little snippets of like techniques, what to do, what to change and stuff. or like where I might've done something wrong so that you can learn from it. Um, food that I'm eating to show that I just eat, stuff like normal people as well and so you might get ideas for recipes um you might get tips you might learn something new you might want to try some certain stuff um and then what i'm also going to do as well is i've noticed instagram has a much much bigger engagement than facebook does uh, just in general not in the facebook group so i will post up kind of announcements in there so there's only sort of 12 of you that have got instagram that i'm going to send it to um obviously if you don't want to be involved let me know i can take you off it but i think that it will work if if it's used right. Does, it, does everyone happy with that? Everyone uh, feel they'll take value from that or I can take you out? Andy, just drop in the chat box because I know you're off camera. Henry's good. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be doing that going forward. And if there's anything you want to see or anything you want to learn, I'm happy to put whatever up um, if you're going to benefit from it. Um, next up, so next Monday, this time, Nordic curls. Yeah, Henry, I'll do some Nordic curls. I think I've got tomorrow. Um, they're terrible. Johnny is going to be on uh, next Monday. So please make sure that's in your diary. I've told everybody now. So if you are struggling with any nutrition, anything to do with batch cooking foods, making um, things taste better at low calories. If there's any questions, please either post them in the group tonight, send them to me um, because I'm going to send them over to Johnny so he can um, individualize our session. Uh, yeah, get your questions in. I put up today a Movement 101 class masterclass videos. So the way that this works, I, don't, I think, Rob, that you've looked at it already. Basically, um, the guy came across this from he used to get injured all the time. He used to have shoulder injuries, ankle, knee, and he developed and looked into other techniques rather than stretching and actually strengthening the muscle. Um, basically, he will strengthen the muscle by using the body weight against it. So the hip one, the hip one's probably the best one and the hardest one. Um, so everybody knows the hip stretch, right? So you have like one foot on the floor, one knee on the floor, and you put the hand up. So we stretch, we tuck the hip underneath. That stretch he does, he does it with his back knee off the floor, and it literally tears your hip so, so that it stretches within your body weight. So it's it's amazing to do, but it's very, very hard. And he works with premiership footballers, um, Premier League rugby players, um, athletes, uh, all over the world so it's all kind of proven and um, definitely worth to try so all of those are connected to Vimeo videos on there and yeah give me some feedback when you've got that on the 27th, uh, 20, 20th of November we've got Rob doing his client hot seat so if you're listening back now make sure you put that in the diary Rob is the OG of the rise and conquer um, he's been here longer than me um, so I'm looking forward to that and last of up is the client meetup on the 27th of November um, Henry, what time is that? 9 a.m. Okay. Henry scheduled it, so Henry knows. Okay, so 9 a.m., meet up at South Coast Gym. 
on the 27th. Is that all good? Nine to 11, Henry's put. Perfect. Happy guys, happy, every, everything good to move on yet? Yeah? Perfect. Okay, so a couple of things I want to go over. So um, I found this on Friday, I think I found this. So the more valuable you are, the more value you add to those who value you. So think about where you are in the workplace, where you are with colleagues, friends, um, like I've spoken about before, the environment that you're in is going to dictate your own performance. So if the environment you're in is bad, then there's, there's sort of bad values going on, values don't connect, you're never going to grow in that situation. However, I want us to, after the back of Martin Brady's um, presentation uh, two weeks ago, giving value to those around you. So if you're thinking to the left and to the right of you, wherever it's in your office, um, whether it's your partner, whether it's your family, your, your dad, your brother. Um, so think, who can you give value to this week? So really have a think about that. Whether it's someone in the group, there was something I was thinking of and calling it um, the, the alloy circle or something similar. So basically, if we think everybody in the group is responsible for one other person. So I'm, I'm thinking about how to pl play it at the minute. But I just want you to have a think right in the box. Who can you give value to this week and how are you going to do that? So just give yourself 30 seconds, guys. Have a think. Post it in the box and I'll tell you about that little idea that I've had. So give yourself 30 seconds. Who can you give extra value to this week? Whether it be um, sharing something on social media, where it be sharing something with your wife that you've learned from, from work or vice versa. Um, how can you give value and make people value you more and you can value them more by sharing this knowledge? Cool, we'll just put this on for a minute. So 30 seconds, guys, have a think. How and who can you give value to this week? Few more seconds, guys. Okay, so Henry is um, where have we got chat box is gone. Um, Henry, so Laura, she's looking to train for the first time. I want her to enjoy it. Yeah, perfect. So obviously, you've got years of knowledge. Um, I know for a fact that training with the other half is not fun. It ends in arguments and all sorts of stuff. Um, but yeah, so good luck with that, mate. But yeah, obviously the value that you've got and that you can pass on to her. Um, yeah, best of luck with that because I know it doesn't work. Um, what we got? I won't be training with her. Okay, yeah, just telling her what to do. Rob, supporting a couple of work colleagues. Perfect. Andy, you got anything? You're going to give what we're doing for this week. Who are we giving value to? Work colleagues, the missus, family. Have a think about it, mate. We're going to move on. So, guys, I'm going to try to be giving value to you by the new course that I'm doing. So it's um, mental health and exercise coaching. And currently there's only 150 people in the UK training for that particular course. So whatever I learned from that, um, obviously mental health is a big thing at the minute. And I, obviously I've suffered with it. Other people in here have suffered with it. So for whatever I learn, I'm going to try and give you the value from that. 
um, to help you move forward. And then you can obviously pass that on to colleagues, friends, etc. going from there. Um, okay. So nobody exactly knows when you'll get the results. Okay. So um, I was talking about this with my coach today. He was saying about the results that I've, um, that I've got to and the results where I want to get. But ultimately, we don't know where that end result is going to be. Like we're always going to be moving the goalposts. And for myself, I'll permanently move goalposts because I think that I need to do more and more and more. So rather than looking at these kind of long um, short term goals, I want us to now look at the three, five, 10 year goals. Like where do you want to be within what do the results look like in three, five, 10 years, rather than what do the results look like in a couple of months when I've lost a couple of pounds or when I can bench press um, this, where, where does it look like sort of 10 years time? Does it mean you um, being as healthy as you are now, as you're getting older? Does it mean that you're injury free and you can do the job that you want to do? Like what does those results look like to you in three, five, 10 years plus, not just kind of short term. So does anyone want to do any shares on that? Anyone got any thoughts there? So what other results do you want to get outside of kind of six months time? Why are you training? Is it longevity? Is it for the mind? What is it, what is it for right now? So the next um, slide will log into something that we just looked at here. And as always, if anyone wants to stay afterwards. Yes, you are, Henry. Why didn't you say? You see it now. Yeah, if anybody needs to stay after for a chat of any sort or anything you want to catch up on, then feel free to do so. So we're going to run through on this one. Okay. Mental and physical health, uh, physical strength, health, positivity, fulfillment. Perfect. And I was, I was just in the middle of writing a post actually about um, thinking I was fulfilled when I was younger um, from looking half decent and just chasing money all the time it doesn't fulfill you at all. It doesn't make you happy. So like if, if we can get to that point where yeah, you're happy, you're fulfilled um, and you're healthy, like what more do we want? So again, this is going back to the values that we've done previously. And again, in probably early January time, we'll do a revisit on values because people's values change sort of over time. So we'll run through those again. So linking back to uh, the question just now, um, Henry, so mental health for sure. So longevity counts for a lot. If I can't train, I don't like it. Yeah. And, and same goes with that again. So, um, there's a couple of people in the group that are struggling at the minute with feeling like they have to train all of the time because they feel that's that mental output to, to get that. And I've been in that position before I've wanted to train every single day because I thought I feel better afterwards, but longer, longer term of doing that, you're going to be run down, burnt out. You're not going to recover. And ultimately you're, your workouts, your training, it's all going to go downhill. So we've got to obviously get the balance of both. Um, okay, next up. So your problems versus your mission. So the problems that we've got right now, um, wh what does that look like? So in, sorry, in six months time, what will I think of my current problems right now? 
to the problems that you've had today, the problems you've had yesterday, or the problems you've had for the last sort of couple of weeks. In six months' time, what will I think of my current problems? Will it still be a problem? How are we going to change that problem now for six months' time to be continuing with our mission? What does that look like? So any, any struggles that we're struggling with at the minute, you chuck them in the box if you want to, if you want to share. Yeah, I want my problems to be meaningless and in the past. No, nice one, Rob. So in six months' time, what will I think of my current problems? Most problems will be gone, we'd have forgotten about by then. And that's what we need to focus on. You might have small little problems here and there, they will no longer be problems. Yeah, exactly. Because we find the solution to the problem. We don't try and um, find more problems around that. If you can find the solution to it, we get rid of it. That was that. That was in the past. There's nothing you can change about that. And yeah, we can continue with our mission. Perfect. Nice guys. Okay. My top three lessons from Ant Middleton. Before I do it, Rob, what was your kind of biggest takeaway from seeing Ant? Do you want to share? I'll come on and speak be easier yeah uh, I, I can't remember how he put it and to be fair it was something that you shared and it reminded me of it uh after the event and it's like yeah actually it was a uh, uh, that whole thing around you're not entitled to anything you've got to go out and earn it you've got to go and you know it's there for the taking but you've got to go and take it I think that was probably the one that struck quite a big chord for me funny you should say that <laughs> okay so yeah this was one of the biggest things um that i learned from seeing and he had a couple of swear words involved in it as well but you aren't entitled to anything you have to go and get it and i'll be honest like in the past i've thought that things should just come to me um but then i've also i've, I've kind of been up and down with it like a few years back so I used to think well um so-and-so's got this why haven't I got this or so-and-so's doing this why why am I not doing this but obviously as I've evolved and I've grown um this is a big thing that kind of stood out so yeah if you want something you've got to go and work for it so like these results that you're getting um in the gym like your fat loss your your um your roles in your jobs like going up through the ladder like going going up getting higher manager jobs um getting a family like getting a new car, whatever it may be, you've got to go and work for it and you've got to go and get it. So that was number one that stood out for me um, because there are so many people in the world that just feel like they're entitled to everything and anything, um, whereas the reality is it's not. Um, has anyone else been guilty of this at all previously? Just expecting to be able to get something or, yeah, any time in your life, have you just thought, well, I should have that because someone else has? that been the case i'll put my hands up i've done it have loads of experience with training etc um and want clients just to come to me but it doesn't really work like that at least at first yeah yeah 100 percent. you gotta think there's there's a million other trainers in the uk um yeah that people aren't just going to reach out to you you've got a you've got to nurture them you've got to show them value because there's so many other trainers and coaches and people trying to undercut each other, like why, why should that person work with you? So that's, that's the thing that, that it's for any job or for anything like, um, it could be for a plasterer, it could be for a plumber. You could, you could have years worth of experience, but if you don't go out there and 
and show yourself and show that you are good, show your value. Um, people aren't going to want to know. They might not know about you. Um, so yeah, nice share, mate. That's good. Perfect. Anything else you wanted to share from it, Rob, or shall I carry on? Rob, just going through the motions with training, nutrition, expecting great results. Yeah, need to really push and apply myself to get what I want. Exactly. Yeah. So I said um, I said this to a couple of people this week. So I'm not here to hold your hand. I'm here to guide you. So think of me as the, the driving instructor. You're driving the car. I'm just going to help guide you to that destination. If you're relying on me um, to get you the results, it's not going to work. Um, so, yeah, like you said, you've got to go out. You've got to you've got to push it. You've got to train hard. You've got to turn up you've got to show up you've got to do non-negotiables i'm not here to yeah hold your hands to do it i'm not here to cook your food i'm not here to lift your weights you've got to go out and you've got to do that yourself so yeah no, that's a good share as well um rob uh next up okay so i'll put this picture here um just as a reminder so if you think you can't break it down into bite-sized chunks so Rob, you might know where I'm going with this so one of the things that they've um, introduced on SAS, SAS Australia is um, basically they get a crane with a car dangling off it and they strap the person in on uh, in, into the seatbelt. They drop them into the water, into ice-cold water, and they've got to basically get out of the car and swim to safety. Um, one of the people said, right, I'm scared of water. I'm not going to do it. Um, and he, he put it to this. So if you think you can't do something that, that sounds way out of your control and way out of your, um, your comfort zone, break it down into bite-sized chunks. So what he did was he got him to sit in the car before it was in the water, put the seatbelt on, on and off, on and off. That's the first step. So that's the first bit broken down. The second step, um, I believe, was to um, do it in the air, I think. So they moved the crane out into the air seatbelt on and off. So that's the first step of it. Practice opening the door, breaking this down into loads of different sections. Okay. Can you hold your breath for 45 seconds? She said, yeah, that's one part of it. So that's one bit already ticked off. The seatbelt was another bit. And then the third bit was the swimming. So basically they've broken it down into three to four different segments to, to where that end result needs to be. So for example, if I said to Rob, right, I want you to deadlift 200 kilos you've got to break it down. Okay. You've got to break it back. So where can you lift now? Reverse engineer it, right? This is where I am now. This is where I need to start. This is the small steps that I need to take to get to where I need to be. Um, could be another thing. I need to lose a stone. Okay. Well, you can't lose a stone at once. So how can we break these bite-sized chunks down into something over say 12 weeks? Well, can you lose a pound a week? Yeah, of course I can. Can you do that for 12 weeks? Yeah. Okay. So you've broken one stone down into 12 to 14 weeks of bite-sized chunks. Does that make sense to everyone? Yeah. Is there anything that's come up that you think, well, I can't do that. And, or that is go back and you think, well, I couldn't have done that. But if I now look at it in this way, bite-sized chunks, break it down to that. Do you think that you will now be able to do it? Is there something you're scared of? Is there something that you think, no, it's too far away. I can't do it. Yeah. So there we go. Funny game, that example, 200 kilo deadlift is a medium term goal. Yeah. So I was saying to Henry, I haven't pulled 200 for about five years because I've not never really focused on it. I know I should be able to do more and I can do more, but I've never broken it down and said, right, I'm here now. I'm going to break it down into these lifts each week until I get there. Um, so yeah, good example there. But does that make sense? So anything that we think that we can't do, 
most of the time it's going to be your brain again going back to those silent stories making you scared or believing that you have fear which as soon as you've done it, it it's not there so anything you can't do going forward guys break it down and just reverse engineer it so yeah henry 100 kilos strict always seemed out of the question but i put the work in took my time and i got it for two yeah because you broke it down you didn't just go for the 100 rep you broke it down and you reversed where you needed to go and how you get there overhead press yeah <coughs> yes yeah, but on so start to think how are we going to do that even if it's something within the job within the job role um whether it's a target you have to hit well this target may feel well out of depth but if you reverse engineer it and work it back, then there's no reason why you can't do it. So that was another big thing that I'm going to try to kind of use with you guys a little bit more. Uh, okay. Last one was acting on something and failing is better than not acting at all. We fail every day. If you don't fail, you don't grow. So I read it again. Acting on something and failing is better than not acting at all. We fail every day. If you don't fail, you don't grow. What, what do you take from that, guys? Anything stand out there for you? Or has there been a situation where you think you should have acted on something and never did? Or were you scared to fail? Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Yeah. I think Andy must have fallen asleep. So that was the three big takeaways. There's a lot of things that I wrote down. Um, my missus was actually getting annoyed at me because I kept writing things down thinking, oh yeah, that's that's good, that's good. Um, wisdom creates comes from failure, the experience it creates. Yeah, exactly. Like either way, if you fail, like Ant said, he said, if you fail, you're going to grow from it. Or if you don't fail, you're going to win. So either way, you're going to learn. Um, so yeah, three big shares from there. The next thing I want to go into, guys, is a question. So what does fear mean to you? I'm going to give you a minute to think about it and write it down. And I'm going to do a share. Spider, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to share a little video after this. I'm going to give you a minute on this. What does fear mean to you? There he is, Andy's there. And spiders, yeah. Cool. So we've got scared of not being able to control the situation, fear of failure, letting people down. Um, we've got yeah, big changes. So and then again, another thing that was said on on that um, the talk was to embrace changes and to, to basically lean into it. So one of the big examples was obviously the pandemic and everybody having to make changes. But the way that people have changed, most of them have come out on the better kind of side of it. So it's 
some businesses have 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 really suffered. However, some people have made the changes to come out better on the other side, as an example. So people have embraced change to change their lives and better it. Um, scared of not being able to control a situation. Is that um, what kind of situation is that, Rob? Is that like a situational one or like a what would that be? I think just generically, that's something that I would fear, feeling something's out of out of my control. Uh, because when you're in control, you're in your comfort zone. Being out of control, you're out of your comfort zone. So it's it's a fear situation. Yeah, and then and then going back to that, that's some of the, the questions that we can ask ourselves. Like again, is there anything I can do to control it? If it's not, then then try and let it go. Because this is the thing that I always used to think. Like, I always used to think, oh, what if? What if? Uh, what happens if that happens? Or um, oh, this is happening. I need to try and sort that out. But at the end of the day like half of it I can't control so you've got just got to ask yourself the questions and I think that that'll be a big thing moving forward to to kind of help help alleviate that so what I'm going to do um one sec it's just a minute clip all right give me a thumbs up when you can see big Mike. yeah okay so it's just a minute clip Make sure you can all hear it. And then let me know what you think at the end. Right. Fear is my friend. Uh-huh. I love fear. Fear, fear. fear allows me to reach my highest potential. The fear of failing is an illusion. Yeah. Fear is an illusion. But we have to have desire. We have to have something that pushes us. Fear pushes us. Uh-huh. We don't understand that living prepares us for death. Our life, it prepares us for death. Uh-huh. You know, even if we die young, it prepares us. So just the fact that we're losing guys like Kobe lose. We just moving people in our families. People dying around us all every day, so we prepare for it. Mm-hmm. We understand it, but we avoid it. Do you have any methods for getting through fear? Excuse me? Do you have any methods? Like, how do you how do you get through fear? What If, if somebody says, yes, I'm afraid right now, and uh, whether it's a preparing for a fight or a football game or a business meeting or I'm going to ask this girl out, like, how do you... How do you get through that fear? What, what? Well, tell, listen, this is the thing, right? Whatever we do in the sports, life, and when you don't, when that, we don't have that feeling no more. It's over. There we go. What do you think of that? You don't have the feel of fear. It's over. Normalized fear, yeah. Does everyone agree with that? If you don't have fear, it's over. Henry, thoughts? Not sure what to think. Fight or flight. Yeah, so yeah, I, I saw that this morning. I came across that and I thought, right, I'm going to share it because I thought it was pretty powerful because... People are scared of fear, but like Mike Tyson said, if there's never fear, there's never there's, there's never going to be a chance to grow. So use that and to know that when you do have fear, you've got a chance to to basically conquer it and, and get over it. So that that's the kind of thing that I took from it. So hopefully um, you guys took something from it. Yeah, fight or flight. Henry's not sure to think. Um, normalized fear. Yeah, perfect. Mike Tyson. 
Perfect. Yeah, so that's that's all I wanted to share with you today, similar to Santa heard before. Um, life without pain has no meaning. Yeah. Again, you, you would never grow from it. So one of the questions somebody asked me, um, I believe it was on the video when I, did, when I did my video recording, which comes out next week, they said, if you could go back and change the things that gave you the most pain, would you change it? Um, and after looking at it, I said, well, no, because the, the things that have come out of it have shaped me and shaped obviously everything else that's happened. If that, if that one point never happened, like I would have never gone through all of that and I would never done what I do with you guys. I wouldn't have done what I've done with my life. Um, so yeah, and, and that's, and that's all based back to, to fear as well, because I would never previously talked about it, but now when I talk about it with people, it helps other people. So the fear is there. Um, and I think you should, you should chase it. <clears throat> so that's all I wanted to share with you today, guys. So, um, yeah, what's, what's the biggest thing you've taken from today? Same was said by Mo Gordat. Yeah. Fear is the mind killer. Yeah. Perfect. That's a good, good podcast, right, Andy? Yeah. My God, that. Yeah, hopefully everyone's um, taken something from today. Um, obviously, we haven't got a training this Saturday. However, next Monday night, please make sure you're going to be there, 7.30 p.m. Does anyone have any questions, any struggles, any wins they want to share um, before we go? As always, I'm going to hang around um, if anybody needs it. And I'll get this up in the podcast for those to listen back to over the next couple of days. Any struggles, anything we want to go through? Help someone uh, this week, to, help someone this week to embrace fear. Yeah, perfect. And I want you to share that as well in the group, mate. So all of these things, guys, when you come across it, make a share in the group because other people will be inspired by it and they'll want to do the same. And if we can impact one person each this week, that's another, what, 25 people that have been impacted from what we've learned and we can give value to. Don't go chasing people in the dark, Henry. Yeah. <laughs> That was for last night. Henry went out on a 2-2. Right. Good love you and leave you guys. Have a great week. So obviously we'll check in during the week. Um, lean into the pods, lean into the Facebook. And don't, don't forget, I've still not set captains for the pods. I want to see who is worthy of that captain slot. So this week I will decide, or me and Henry will decide. And yeah, have a great week, guys. I'm going to hang on for the next few minutes. <laughs>